Good afternoon. Welcome to Network Outdoors, the podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Molson, and today I am again with another special guest, uh, repeat guest. You all know him, Mike Buckman, director of the Northeast Chapters, coming to you from Maryland. Mike, welcome to the pod. Thank you, thanks, sir. Yeah, so we, uh, I, I was out there the other week, and we had a we had a blast shed hunting and uh, talking some uh, predator stuff and getting real excited for deer and turkey and and fishing and uh, and then all of a sudden you and I were talking and realized that uh, a month from today today's March first uh, podcast will come out tomorrow but we're like gosh we should probably record this because a month from today is trout opener for us. Trout opener for the youth, right? Yeah, for Delaware, they do something they started last last year. The day before the primary season opens for everybody, they started it with allowing the youth 16 and under to have a day to get out there and not have the crowds and catch some fish. And it's uh, last year was the first year, and it was it was uh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun, a lot less crowds, so a little easier for the kids to get out and not have to worry about having a pool of 15, 20 guys around the one pool trying to catch the fish. You know, every, every area is different, but Delaware only stocks fish in certain streams. So the holes that hold fish well, and they put a lot of fish in, there's usually a lot of people around them. No, that, that makes sense. And, and people get, you know, they, the D, the, well, is it the DNR in Delaware? Yeah, DNR out here, yep. yeah yep. so they're obviously they have to announce where they're, where they're putting, I don't know exactly the, the specific location, but the streams and, and the, and the river systems that they, they're putting fish into that they'll announce and obviously will gravitate towards people. But quick question, this started last year, but is it always, is it the April 1st and April 2nd, or is it the first Saturday and first Sunday of, of April? First Saturday was always the opener. Depending on what day it fell on, sometimes it would be the first, sometimes it's the seventh. Oh, okay. And then now they're just Whatever pushing the first it. Saturday is. And now they're pushing it to Sunday, and then giving the youth a chance to, uh, on the Saturday. Yeah, giving them a, a day, day, day head start. Heck yeah, I love that. And um, and you before even joining Network Outdoors last year, you had already put. I mean, there's going to be an event, and we'll talk about that, and um, in Delaware with uh, with the chapters out there, but. Um, you already, you already put an event on last year. Were you already doing this? Yeah. My son absolutely loves to fish and he has some friends that, uh, he's taught to fish at our pond at the farm and some of them, you know, they, the only thing they've ever done is fish at the pond. So to go down to a trout stream where there is essentially fish in a barrel, they, uh, they had an absolute blast doing it. Some of them was for the first time fishing ever. Some of them hadn't made it to the pond to learn. So we made it a point to take out. Uh, we had a, we made a couple of trips, actually. Our trip was Lucas and I in the morning to start today. Went out, we got ours, we came back, and then he, he grabbed two friends. We went back out with those two. So it was him and I helping them. And then they caught their fish, and they were done. Took them back, got two more, went back again, and took two more out. So two Jeez. more kids got to go out and catch their limit, too. So it was uh, a total of four, four of his friends that we took out. Two of them, their first time ever fishing. And then the other two were, were relatively new to fishing, but they had an absolute ball. That is awesome. <laughs> and so you're now it's, it's, um, out there. So a lot of the trout streams here in Michigan, they're catch and release only. 
especially if they're if they're stocking them with uh with smaller size fish but they um then then some of the the other ones that are coming in from the lake or or they'll uh they'll do catch and keep on on rainbows and whatnot how does it work out there so catching a limb what, what is the limit so it's six per day per person in the spin area and then we have a designated fly fishing stretch of the stream and that is a reduced limit of four fish in the fly fishing area oh so you can still keep them in the fly only yeah and we the, so maryland has some delayed harvest areas and pennsylvania also does the same but they also have streams that are spring fed and either or out of a reservoir or spring fed and they will hold fish all year delaware streams none of these are spring fed none of them are originated from a dam so you can't do anything with the water flow to try to maintain it to hold the fish so a lot of these streams won't hold fish or they don't have the cover to hold them either even if the fish aren't caught you got your herrings or your hawks and things like that or that'll come in and, and clean up the ones that the fishermen didn't get gotcha yeah uh, do you now i'm putting you on the spot here do you by chance know have any know any numbers of the amounts that they're putting in and in, in like lengthwise and stuff or age class yeah, so White Clay Creek is the largest one stocked, and last year they stocked uh, a little over 20,000 fish in the, in the stream, and it's all in Newcastle County. It's all in northern Delaware, so it's not a lot of water, and they put a, they put a fair bit of fish in. They do a mixture of rainbows, browns, and palominos, and they have a section that they, or a day that they stock where they do, they call them trophy fish, and everything that's stocked that day is over 16 inches or bigger. Said fifteen. So sixteen. Sixteen. Nice. Yeah. So and last year, the and we're getting the fish from the same place this year as well. Delaware is getting them from the same hatchery, but the fish that they got last year were 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 absolutely phenomenal fish. They were gorgeous. They were in great shape. Even the smaller fish were averaging fourteen, fifteen inches. And the bigger fish that we that they did put in, my son's limit for youth day. Not one fish underneath of 17 inches. The biggest one was 22 inches for his wow. six feet. Cat. He caught a 22 inch what? Brown? Rainbow. They, all of these were rainbows. Oh, day. wow. That's a yeah. big rainbow, and, though. And his, his buddies that came, it was the same thing. Like, they they all, the fish that we kept, that so we would catch and release and, and kind of get to the bigger ones that were, you know, you could fillet and keep, you know, get a decent meal out of them. And they, uh, they all kept fish that were, I don't think anything we kept was under 15 inches. Everything was 15 to 20, 21 inches, even for all of his buddies that came too. That's a blast. Now, oh, absolutely. Now, are you having the the youth, the, the kids start with um, spin rods? Are you doing any fly fishing out there? So the holes that we were fishing was, there was other people fishing and it was all spinning. My son this year, though, we are going to go into the, venture up into the fly stretch for youth. And he's going to, he, he's looking forward to trying out his skills in the fly area without a lot of people around getting on some fish. He's not going to have to worry about, you know, overcasting or, or, or getting in somebody, getting in the way of somebody. He's still learning the fly ride. We do it on the pond at the house, but on a stream where you got trees overhead and everything else, it's going to be a different story. So yeah. he's excited to get out there and, and have a ton of fish in the, in the stream. And he, I, I mean, there's no doubt he's going to hook up. So that'll be cool. That's real cool. And what's the plan for this year? So last year it was, uh, it wasn't like an official event. You were just helping out different kids and, and getting on their first fish or kind of 
transporting them back and forth kind of thing. What's the plan this year now that it will be uh, a network outdoors event? So this year we have uh, one of our local fishing shops here in Maryland. Um, Herbs is going to sponsor, help sponsor the event. They're going to give us some, some bait and some rods and reels and tackle to have for kids that don't have anything. So in the event, anybody wants to come and show up, but they, they don't have gear. That's not going to be a problem between what I have in excess and, and what Herbs is going to graciously allow us to, to use. We'll have plenty of gear and tackle for anybody that wants to come down. We'll be on the stream from opening time frame, which is 7 a.m. Uh, and we don't really have a designated end time. As long as people are you know, coming down and showing up and wanting to, to learn and, and partake in what we're doing, we're going to have a little grill on the side of the stream to cook some hot dogs up and have some beverages some sodas and waters and stuff in the cooler. And we're going to be there hanging out and helping anybody that wants to learn how to fish. And uh, we also will have a bait that nobody else is going to have. I, I make my own bait for trout. We used to fish rodeos for, for years, traveling oh. up and down Pennsylvania and Delaware. So I, I learned a recipe from an old man that, uh, one that if I, if I tell you, I got to kill you kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> It just lights out, man. I tell you, it is, it is, it's guaranteed to catch fish. That is something. Dang. I forgot about that when, uh, not this last time, but the time before that a few months ago when I was out there, your son said, uh, your, your son mentioned your bait and, yeah. uh, and I, and I was supposed to ask about it. I was hoping that, <laughs> and I was hoping that you'd be coming back here for our, uh, for the, for the steelhead trip up in Northern Michigan, but it falls in the same weekend. So now, um, and I was going to hope that you'd be bringing some of that, that secret sauce, but I guess, uh, we'll have to wait. I'll, I'll have to yeah, wait. Now we we got to coordinate another trip up there. For sure. Oh yeah. No, no questions about it. And then, uh, and then us come out there also. Cause there's, there's some, it sounds like the, the stocking areas and the, and the scenery is, is pretty solid. So that, that's exciting. No, it's a lot of fun for sure. And, that, and that's cool that, um, that Herbs is going to do that also for the network and, and the kids, the community. Are you, um, gosh, and you know what we don't have? I just thought about this too. I don't, I don't believe we have any, uh, uh, pro field staff out there yet for fishing. At oh, least. you're right. Not for fishing. So anybody listen to this, that, uh, avid, avid, uh, angler, um, and, and interested in getting more involved with the network, I'll, I'll do a quick plug for, for the chapters out there or just in general all around the country. We, we want, uh, we want some, a local presence out there to, to go to some of those events and you get a membership and connected with, uh, with the members and, you know, your guide service and, and services are promoted out and we would, uh, we would love anybody interested in, in, in talking about that. So could, yeah, I got a couple people in mind. I'm a guy, Mike, I met on the Brandywine River. Is somebody that I'll be I'll be reaching out to for that one for sure. It's great. Excellent. Food. And the Brandywine, that's um, that's another. There, there's another trip that's coming up on that too, isn't there? Yeah, we're going to be doing a shad trip down there. Where anybody interested in, in wanting to learn how to catch shad and, and the Brandywine, we'll be there doing the same type of scenario. I uh, may not have a grill out there, but we'll have drinks cooler with some drinks and stuff like that, and. and all the tackle that you would need to learn how to catch shad on a brandy one. I would say, um, and then back to the trout opener for people that, um, you know, you, you can obviously contact the network um, members at networkoutdoors.com or Mike at uh, networkoutdoors.com to um, just, just let us know that you're going to be coming out there and make sure, so we can make sure we have uh, appropriate 
equipment and everything for uh, for the crowd and groups going out there and food and whatnot, of course. But one one thing, and you never know how the opener is going to be. It could be a, a calm day where signage can be put up and and not be blown over. Last year, um, when we did our uh, our opener. In, in Michigan here, we, we had a tent in uh, downtown Rochester at the park, and there's a – the Paint Creek runs through there. And, you know, every, a bunch of people are out there for the opener. And um, the wind was crazy. And so it's the last weekend in April, and uh, the tent blew over, I, the sign blew over, the backdrop, one of the legs snapped in half, and it's made out of aluminum. It's uh, pretty interesting. But – I think we'll do our, our best with uh, having some signage so people can find you out there with a grill. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, I don't think I'll have any problem finding it. Good. Real good. We'll, we'll put out flyers and, and ample stuff. This is a month ahead, so hopefully people can get this and, and get ready for it. What, what, what kind of the crowds are you expecting for the, for the youth? Last year, the youth wasn't horrible. Um, there were some people that brought kids that didn't know how to fish, but I think they were like far too young to fish, like a year and a half, two years old. I think they brought them just more or less to get six more fish on the stringer. Oh, really? But for the for the most part, it was uh, it was pretty doable. It wasn't overcrowded in the holes that we were at, at least. And it was it was definitely enough room to get out there and enjoy yourself. And because it was with the kids, I mean, they were they were everybody was getting out of the way and helping everybody else out. They made it a point to make sure that if somebody hooked a big fish, everybody else got out of the way so they would have the opportunity to fight it and get it in without having somebody cast over top or bust you off from a mistake or what have you. But it, uh, it was probably 35 to 40 people showed up there, different people, the day that we were for the last year's event while we were there for the time frame in which we were there. Saw people coming and going. So it was a really, really, really good turnout. And I'm, I'm imagining this year will be just the same, if not more, with a little bit more of a pre-warning last year. They didn't post the dates here until about a week and a half before. They were not very proactive with it. And this year they've been much better. So we're a month in advance and we know what the date's going to be. And it's all good. Last okay. Year they had some reservation with COVID and if they're going to be able to get stuck trucks truck down here with people to help stock and how all that was working out. But we're not going to have those worries this year. Okay. Yeah, that's – um. And do people need fishing license for that day? For the youth, so yes, the youth you, you have to have a junior trout stamp, which is only like even residents or non-residents. It's super cheap. It's like I think four dollars, four dollars and fifty cents. And then as the adult with the license, I mean, I'll have a license. So if the parents don't fish and just want to bring your kid, I can be the person that would have the license to help them sponsor their kids with a license. So if for anybody listening that wants to or thinking about bringing it, I would encourage you to buy a license just for the fact that conservation yep. costs are promoted by license sales. So, uh, you know, the more, more license that we sell various states, the better off the conservation is for that state. But if you're somebody that doesn't fish, but you, you kind of want to just bring your you know son or daughter down to, to learn how to do it, you can take that option too. And I'll have a license there to, to be that person that holds the license with kids. But the kids will have to have a junior trial stand. Okay. And you can hop online and, uh, and buy that and have a virtual, have a, uh, a digital copy of it. Yep, yep. You can go right online and order it. Great, have it right on your phone. Super easy. And then, um, so that's Saturday, and then Sunday is the opener for 
for everybody else. Um, anything planned for that day? Yeah, we'll, we'll be back out there again, doing it all over again. It'll be a lot more crowded that day. You can't fish until seven, but guys show up at four o'clock to get the spot that they want on the on the creek. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty insane. Four Always somebody falling in the creek. Oh, it's nuts, man! Oh my god! It's gosh. a very highly anticipated, uh, highly anticipated opener. It's, but it's a lot of fun. It's something that, and you know, we have a group of guys that we've been going with and doing this for, for years and years and years. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun to go down and just hang out and have a tradition that you do and just have a good time you always catch some fish which park is this now uh so white clay creek state park white clay the, creek white clay yeah that's the largest stream uh, the, the most fish go into that stream in different sections of it just because of where it's located actually in uh, newark delaware which runs through college down university of delaware it runs right through all of newark which is a pretty densely populated area with a bunch of college stuff but there's Access trails, parking areas, and, and really good water. It's water that uh, that holds fish well, and they can they can last and a lot longer in that stream than in the other ones. A lot of the other ones are a lot smaller that they stop. But this is the largest of the, of the streams, and that's the one that most people go to. That's awesome. And what um so now now this goes for getting getting your kids or, or youth or just just new anglers in general into into the the trout streams what's the which i guess how have you found it best to um introduce somebody for the first time that they're they're fishing they're putting their line and in, in, uh and in tackle all together and then and then approaching the river what, what's the how do you walk them through that uh for trout specifically i mean i, I think this is a great avenue to introduce kids just because they're stocked fish and there's going to be a lot of fish, you know, they, and they stock throughout the whole season, twice a week, every Tuesday. And wow. Thursday, okay. What they stock. So they do staggered stocking. So there's, there's always going to be fish at least for the month of, at least for the month. Anyway, they, they stop April, they stock the whole month. And then I usually the first week of March is the last stocking until they do a fall stocking in October. But I mean, the, the fish are always there to be caught. It's smaller tackle, you know, they're using, you know, ultralights, light action rods that are, you know, four foot, half foot. So it's super easy for the kids to be able to manage and, and maneuver. You can use a push button. You can use an open face. You know, there's, there's nothing wrong that you can't do here to catch fish. And they're, they're not super finicky to start with. So, you know, even using a little bit heavier lines. So if they want to, they're horse them around or jerk them around a little bit, they're not breaking lines and stuff like that. But just a, a four foot, four and a half foot light action rod, you know, four pound test, you run two pound test, no more than four. You don't need much more than that. And, and power bait is something that you can use as a dough that works very well. Yellow power bait is, is probably one of the most popular sold colors around here that definitely will catch fish day in and day out. There's, no matter what the water conditions are, it'll catch fish. And it gives the kids an opportunity to, to at least get a, get, get some bites whether or not they set the hook or not that's going to be up to them but power bait in most cases they swallow the bait and it's almost inevitable that they're going to hook the fish so you're going down from um line directly to um personally i recommend unsmelled hooks just because 
if you're running four pound test and you do a smell hook, you got that, you know, eight or 10 pound test that's on the hook. So it kind of defeats the purpose of four pound test. So, you know, an unsnailed hook straight to the hook with split shot, a couple PV split shot, you know, six, eight, 10 inches above the, above the weight in most cases to get the power bait down to the bottom and power bait floats. So, if you, you know, whatever your split shots are, your power bait's floating that high up. Oh, okay. Or it's very slowly sinking due to the buoyancy between the power bait and the, how many split shots you got on. So you can get that depth where it floats right through the zone where the fish are feeding and lick them up pretty good. Right on. That's, uh, <laughs> that's gotta be a, that's gotta be fun. When, um, when you go out there on the, on the second, you, so you're saying about 30 to call it 50 people going to be there on, on Saturday for youth. When you say a lot more people, are we talking, what are we talking? Twice, twice the amount. Okay. And that's pretty crowded for that section. Yeah. So the one hole I, I have a video of, uh, I think it was year before last that yeah, I'm sitting at the one side of the hole and I, I pan around the entire hole and it's literally a hole that is not much bigger than most living rooms, like 12 to 15 foot by 15 by 20, maybe that's how big this hole is. It's a set of rapids that dump into this hole and then they, they shallow out and dump into another set of rapids. <laughs> and there was 34 guys sitting around this one hole. Come on. So lines go in and then it's just somebody hooks the fish, somebody else hooks the fish, somebody else hooks the fish. Oh my gosh. People pull lines out of the water. There's a spider web above the hole and there's literally fish suspended in the air. Like, cause they can't, it can't get moved. It doesn't, nobody can get the, a line to go the direction they their line should be going, and there's literally fish hanging suspended in the air amongst a whole spider web of a mess of line. I'm like, oh my goodness, man, pretty comical. That is and crazy. You let them all bust off, and then then you take your cast. <laughs> and what uh, what are the what time frames are you going to be out there? So you're saying some people are out there, you know, four o'clock in the morning, I, I you know. Are you are, are you no, one of those guys? Or? I'm not one of those. I am not one of those guys. I I know enough people around the area. I'll show up, and most people know that I, I usually have the bait that I have with me. So they're like, "Hey, you want you, you want to come get in over here?" And then you know, in most cases, I break them off a couple pieces of the bait, and they end up you know catching their fish. So it works out pretty well. That's awesome. I usually show up about six o'clock or so, about an hour before the start time, and then you know, hang out and, and BS on the stream with the guys and meet new people and. We get going. Good. And then you'll be, um, food will be going out to folks what, throughout the day or going to do a lunch yeah, break? Yeah, we'll have a little grill. Yeah, we'll do like a breakfast. I'll, I have a, I got a bunch of venison sausage and stuff like that that we, uh, we have that we'll, we'll take out there and do some sausage up in the morning for breakfast. Very good. And, uh, we're fortunate we have, uh, we have some chickens on our farm that are, that my wife does a great job taking care of. So we, we get eggs all year round. So we're getting, you know, nine to nine to a dozen a day right now with 13 chickens. So we have a mess of eggs that we can take down. We're going to put some aside to scramble up and do scrambled eggs and some venison sausage down there and make some sandwiches and have a good time. And the, I'll, I'll do a quick plug. The the Buckman Farm eggs over there, their, their chicken game is on point. So that <laughs> paired with some venison sausage, come on, Riverside? I thought we were going to do a lunch, but uh, this is sounding like a pretty serious event. Breakfast and lunch, I love it. Yes, it'll be a good time. Now, folks that can't make it out there in the morning and uh, and can only come in the afternoon, what uh, what time will you guys be wrapping up Saturday and, uh, and Sunday? 
Uh, I mean, last year, Saturday, we, we kind of took a break in the middle, um, went out and got some more kids and came back. And, and we were there almost until dark. We were there most of the day. With today, you know, with this year being an event, I definitely want to put some times around it. But just uh, stay, pay attention to the, to the website, follow us on, on social media, and we'll, we'll make some posts and updates on the timeframes of, you know, what we, what we make sure we can commit to and, and be there for those timeframes. But we'll definitely be there first thing in the morning when it starts. And we'll run through, I mean, at worst case scenario, I would say we'll probably run through two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Awesome. Yeah. So we'll be there for, you know, eight hours, nine hours probably. I think Delaware is the first, uh, first trout opener in the, in the network so far where we have, where we have chapters. So it's, that's exciting. Wanted to highlight that first here and, and make sure people were aware that it's starting, uh, starting day one of April for youth and, uh, from the day. April, yeah, one month from today, and then April second for everybody else. Um, you and, and some network outdoors folks will be out there. Um, yeah, me and me and Chris will be out there for the youth day and the opener, hanging out. Chris will probably be manning the grill for for youth day, and we'll we'll figure out who's gonna. We'll take turns probably on on Saturday. Anybody from Herbs or uh, you picking up stuff uh, from? They, I'm just gonna pick up the stuff. They they. Uh, they haven't committed to being there for, for this event, but we're going to do another one in Maryland at Northeast Park that they will be at. Excellent. Will not be trout. It'll just be just a general fishing rodeo with some, some prizes to give away for the kids to catch the most fish, the biggest fish, the most different types of fish. So we'll we'll have a whole a whole other thing to do there. But we can we can as we get closer to that, as the weather warms up and the, the season presents itself with some more fish to catch, we'll, we'll definitely do another another podcast on that and, and share with what's going to happen with that with everybody too. Awesome. Heck yeah. That's uh, that's that's good stuff. There, there's a lot of new people that are going to be uh, checking out the the waterways and uh, we really appreciate the the support and sponsorship and um, there'll, there'll be information on, on how to uh, how to also support those those uh, nonprofits and associations that are um, putting in the work to make all this stuff happen for uh, for us outdoors men and women. So, hey, um, anything else to, to wrap it up? Any final thoughts, Mike? No, just, uh, you know, for, for those that are thinking about this, I just want to reiterate the fact that a lot of the money that is done for conservation comes from license sales. So even a non-resident license in Delaware is, is I think it's only like, even with a trial stamp, it's only like $22, $24. But about 80% of that goes to conservation. So I encourage anybody who's going to think about bringing their kids, and even if they're not going to fish, just to contribute that money to the state so we can have more funds for conservation because we, uh, we need all we can get to, to make sure that this type of thing is something that continues and happens both in the hunting side and the fishing side of the industry that be here for generations to come and conservation is where that comes from so support your 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 states your local states around your surrounding states and and buy the license where you where you go and and when you can man couldn't uh, that that's that's where it's at right there please um looking forward to seeing everybody out there those that can make it um stay tuned looking for uh We'll have flyers and dates and, and, and more podcasts out on the website and our social media. And uh, if anybody has questions, feel free to contact us direct here or reach out to Mike at Mike at NetworkOutdoors.com. Hey, brother, thank you for, uh, for spending the time today. Absolutely, man. My pleasure. And we'll see you all in April.